Hi, I'm Seth. And I'm Charlotte. And this is Fool's Errand. A podcast about tarot, astrology, and everything in between. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Fool's Errand. I'm joined by my illustrious co-host, Charlotte. Yes, that's me. (laughs) And today we are doing yet another card episode. So today we're tackling the eighth card of the deck, which is strength. And actually, before we get into strength, just a brief history. Um, My deck has strength as the 11th card, and that's because traditionally strength was the 11th and justice is ninth. But um, the Rider-Waite-Smith deck, which we can plug our episode on it because we talk about this at great length, um, the Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn, which um, A.E. White was a part of, um, rearranged the two, switched the two, because they wanted um, the tarot cards and the astrological houses to make more sense. So they thought that strength being the ninth card would fit with Libra rather than 11th. Um, So they switched it. So now most Western post Rider-Waite-Smith decks are put strength as ninth and justice as 11th. For some reason, the Dolly deck, which is Western and post Rider-Waite-Smith does not, um, but that's totally okay. Um, But yeah, it's just something to consider when interpreting this card as it falls into the order and the narrative of tarot. But yeah, I guess we can, given that, we can just get right into it. Um, So do you have any opening thoughts, statements, ideas on this card? I think it's so funny that Dolly was like, fuck the hermetic order. Good for him. Um, It's really funny. Um, But at the same time, I really respect a group of people who want to do things in like conjunction with like the astrological order of things, because I myself am also big into astrology. So I respect that too. But yeah, so... I'm looking at the Carnival at the End of the World deck, which um, Seth and I will be releasing an episode of us reviewing that deck. So if you're curious about learning about the illustrations and the art and the meanings and the symbolism behind this deck, you can totally listen to that. That should be out in a few days from when we release this episode. So we recommend you take a listen if you want to learn more. But yeah, so my illustration is of a woman and she's kind of like in the style of like a 30s, 20s sort of like flapper lady. Like she's got this long um, straight lined checkered dress on with really big red and white checkers and like red shoes. And she has like the short little like great Gatsby type bob. And behind her, there's a lion lying on top of a rock, and he's got his mouth open, and she's leaning back, and she's got both her arms up, and her mouth is just, or her, her head is just between the the jaws of the lion. Um, and it's kind of ambiguous as to whether she has accidentally found herself in this position or she's placed herself there on purpose. So. I really love this illustration, um, and I'm really excited to give my take on this card because I feel like my idea of strength has totally evolved. But yeah, Seth, do you want to start us off with kind of like your 
traditional take of strength. So as I mentioned, I'm looking at the Dali deck, which he does a fairly typical or traditional rendition. As Charlotte mentioned, the motif of the woman with the lion is very, very common. Um, that was obviously popularized by Lighterweight Smith. In mine, it's like it's like an Asian um, blue dog that looks like a statue. It looks like one of those um, like statues that they have in front of like Chinese temple temples to to like I guess for protection and power. And it it almost has like toe. It, its face kind of looks like a toad, and then there's a woman behind it, and then above is like this very beautiful flower. And so yeah, I would just say this card to me is all about like energy, passion, libido, putting forth like energy and attempts and like trying and sort of like <clears throat> whenever I get this card, I think of sort of this and on one hand, it's very simple. It's like strength, you're strong. Like that's, it's one of those cards that's like, it sort of is self-explanatory to a certain extent, but I think there's also a lot of stuff around like the whole beauty and the beast archetype with the woman and the dog or the, the, um, the lion. And then I think also it's, it goes beyond simply just like strength and power, but also like lust and like sexual attention. And then as well as like personal like cultivation, a motif I get a lot or just a narrative I get a lot in tarot is that like this, the world is like this really big place with like millions, if not billions of different people and things that are happening all at once. And it's sort of a fool's errand, um, <laughs> pun intended. Uh-huh. Uh, Title of our podcast, joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, yeah, it, it's, it's like a, it's a fool's errand to, um, try to control all of that or to think you can even control like a small percentage of that and so that the best thing you can do for yourself is to like just focus on yourself and like put time and energy into becoming the best version of yourself possible um and I think this card is like a very good embodiment of that message of like inner strength leading to outward like events and outward results sort of thing what what would you say? No, I totally agree. I think this card is, yes, as Seth was saying, there's definitely like this traditional element of um, be like referring to like deep internal strength and resilience. Typically, that's always what I've been most pulled to in my readings when this card comes up is I think the card really points to like internal resilience. And I have generally found that when it comes up it comes up as a reminder of your personal ability to persevere and um press on in the face of adversity and just kind of as a reminder that like you're ballsy like you have the 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 grit kind of to get through things so when this card comes up like I don't know there have been times where like myself or other querents that I'm reading for kind of like need reminders that like you have the ability like you have the capability um to 
achieve what it is that you want to achieve or survive whatever hardship you're going through. So in a very practical sense, I think as Seth was saying, strength can be a reminder from of that. But at the same time, I totally love the idea of this like beauty and the beast narrative. Um, we all know and love the hallowed trope of like the good girl trying to control the bad boy, um, which does not have to simply be like a heterosexual trope or a binary trope at that I think there's plenty of situations where there is like a more pure kind of like idealistic almost innocent energy trying to wrangle this much more um chaotic uh sort of impulsive almost like sometimes destructive energy and so I think strength can sometimes beg the question of like why are you wrestling so hard like why are you fighting so hard to qualm this um this person or this fight or this idea or whatever I think from like a relationship standpoint strength can represent struggling in a relationship where you are trying to maintain some sense of like control or um you're trying to kind of like quell the emotions or impulses of your partner so it could be that like you're wrestling with someone who's perhaps on a different maturity level than you or perhaps they're manipulating you or the relationship is just really imbalanced and they're trying and you as the querent or the reader whoever is trying to kind of like get them to a place where they align with um like your your idealized vision of them um which at times can be very toxic but we can sort of get into the reversal and talk about ideas of toxicity later but then on another level i feel like strength can refer to fights worth fighting and kind of like hills worth dying on like like I mentioned before, like, this woman has her head between, like, the jaws of a lion. Like, this is very much referencing a fight that takes every um, ounce of your energy and every ounce of, like, your heart and your determination. So strength, I think, can sometimes point to, like, the fight that you're fighting is noble, it is worthwhile, it is necessary, you just need to kind of dig your heels in and keep wrestling with it. um, Because this is like a fight worth having. Um, And then other times, depending on the context of the card, I think it can beg the question of like, why are you so invested in this conflict that's taking all of your energy? Is it really making the difference that you want it to make? Is it really having the effect that you want it to have? Or is it kind of just um a form of entertainment in a way or a distraction or an expulsion of your anger and your energy like is there any benefit to it or are you just doing it to kind of have this like dramatic narrative so so much of the tarot is about intention at this point if you listen to our pod you might be sick of uh, hearing us talk about intention but I do think strength calls to mind like what are what are your intentions in a conflict why are you fighting um is it worth it that sort of thing but yeah um do you have any thoughts or want to get into the reversal yeah no i i definitely think this card upright is like a keep pushing card it's like a you are on your way card it's sort of like a um keep calm and yeah what's the phrase keep calm and carry on 
Yeah, it's a, definitely a keep calm and carry on card, like a like stiff upper lip, keep pushing, you're almost through, or maybe you aren't, but like you're, you are going to get there. Um, especially if this is like a, in, in a, like an environmental or like an environment spread. Like if, if you're asked, if this card comes up as sort of like the environment or like a central issue, not necessarily as a person that that's definitely a theme in terms of reversals. I mean, I think this card is there's definitely a balance between sort of feminine and masculine energies in this card. Um, like just from the the idea of strength and like how we perceive strength um and then also obviously like the lion and the woman or the 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 dog and the woman being like sort of the opposing ends of strength if you will in terms of like the feminine masculine spectrum um but i think reversed to me this card can be a lot of like unkept rage or anger um there's definitely issues around like perhaps masculinity and like unhealthy masculinity or like unproductive rage or anger as well as like um allowing your emotions to get the best of you i think upright this card can also be about sort of like as i mentioned briefly it can definitely be about sort of like contain like using your passions and your emotions and your empathy to push you forward in the right way and reversed. It can be sort of the opposite, allowing your emotions to be like sort of out of control or make you do irrational or angry things. Um, like this can be a card of like abusive relationships for sure, or just like abusive or unhealthy environments. <clears throat> Um, it can definitely be like a warning card. I totally agree. I think, yeah, I agree with everything Seth said. I think that um, this card upside down for me, most immediately, I usually go to despondence, kind of like fear, um, hopelessness. I think a lot of times insecurity and fear can um, manifest is kind of misdirected anger. So I think as Seth was saying with like the pent up anger idea, this can, um, and the idea of conflict that's like illustrated in this card, it's really interesting because in writer weight, like the woman is painted almost as like soothing the lion as like calming it down and like taming it. Um, which I've always interpreted to refer to like as a taming of like, your inner self so in reverse i think it can mean that you do not have control over your inner self or your inner emotions like you haven't had that conversation where you really like confront yourself and you kind of like ask like okay what are my triggers what makes me angry why am i upset like am i projecting what's the root of my upset that sort of thing so in the reverse i think it kind of points to like um being a little less mature as Seth was kind of alluding to and just sort of like having this kind of like unchecked um immaturity and displacement that can at times be really harmful so I think that strength in reverse can definitely be pointing towards having kind of just like grounding practices or grounding conversations with yourself like getting in touch with your inner 
needs um and like your inner child that sort of thing and really like sitting and thinking about what it is that you need to feel secure so that's my take but yeah i i think this card is just it's another way to really like check in with yourself and as as you mentioned um think about your intentions which i know I'm sure a lot of you are probably rolling your eyes or um, turning off the episode at this point. Um, so I won't, I won't launch into another speech about intentionality. But yeah, I think, I mean, I think this is a really powerful card. Obviously, it's a major arcana, so it's, it's very significant. It can be a really great reminder to keep on pushing. Um, I've definitely gotten this cards in readings, um, and it's been definitely like a definitely like an an emotional point for people because I think it can be really reaffirming to know that you're like on the right path and opposingly it can be very like um it can be very unnerving to have sort of like the the fundamentals of what you're doing being questioned so um whichever way you get it definitely approach it with an open heart and an open mind and be ready to like change and grow and learn from this card that's what I would say yeah absolutely be grateful that it came to you because it has something important to say yeah so we we would love to hear your interpretations of strength if you want to share them with us feel free to tweet us or dm us on instagram and yeah we'll be back next week with another card interpretation so thank you so much for listening That was this week's episode of Fool's Errand. If you like what you are listening to, make sure to follow us on SoundCloud. We release a new episode every Friday and Monday. And follow us on Instagram at Fool's Errand to stay up to date on new episodes and let us know if there's anything you want us to talk about. Thank you so much for listening.